Hello, this is Danielle Freitag with Jenna DeYoung, Real Talk Podcast, encouraging faith and inspiring restoration, sharing tips, tools, and talk. We're exploring a biblical worldview that empowers and prompts faith in action. scriptures say the scriptures say that Jesus is coming back and um, what happens you know we encourage of course a biblical perspective and reading scripture but we want to dig into scripture today um, and actually we're going to dig into scripture um, Jenna and I with our husband <laughs> so Corey um, Corey Freitag is actually on and then also Mike DeYoung um, Jenna's husband and you know we we actually asked them on um, because this is real talk in real life. And we, um, well, I'll speak for myself <laughs> this morning when I found out what was going on, going on in Ukraine and Russia, I had to ask my husband, um, you know, I had to ask my husband, what is going on? And um, he was able to just explain a little bit. And so I, I want to just take time today. We're just going to unpack what's going on. Why is it relevant? Um, and how does this have anything to do with the fall of uh, say, for example, in Revelation 18, we learn about Babylon and part of Babylon, um, there is the sale of souls. So human trafficking um, and maybe other forms of, of, of human trafficking, sex trafficking, but that is part of the fall of Babylon. Um, but before all of that, um, Mike, uh, Corey, welcome. And you guys, I just, I, you know, I'm just curious from, from your perspective, what do you see? What do you say uh, see taking place, um, Mike? I'm just going to open it up to you if that's okay. You know what? What do you see taking place, and then we'll hand it over to Corey. And you guys, we're on Facebook right now too. So, yeah, it's interesting, Danielle. Um, looking at it, praying this morning, like I actually opened my Bible and it was in Daniel seven, and it was just you know Daniel was you know prophetically looking into the future of you know, what was going to happen in the nations. But the truth is like, if you look at America and the West, we've been, we've been weakening for a long time. And when I say weakening, we've been turning away from the ways of God and we've been turning away from biblical marriage, godly values. And uh, we've been turning away from the Lord. And what's happening is our nation now is honestly, it's being humiliated. Um, we have, we have extremely weak leadership in place and I pray for them and I bless them, but it's, it's uh it's sad times, honestly. And you think about Russia and, you know, Vladimir Putin and his belief. I just got done reading an article. It's like he is he is restoring Russian Orthodox Christianity. And the truth is, he actually stands for family values. So he stands for like um, the man and the woman being together and creating a biblical family, which is like and this guy, I'm not saying he's a good guy. But I'm saying the values he stands for are actually better than the values America's pr promoting. And so you see this and he's coming into Ukraine and I essentially was reading the article like, um, you know, what, what would truly be better for Ukraine to fall into the liberal ways, the West, right? Woke, woke theology and woke belief systems and this kind of lifestyle or underneath Russia. And you look at this piece of it, but the truth is when guys like Vladimir Putin get power, 
it leads to not good things. And he's a conqueror. And if you look at in line with biblical prophecy, like Ukraine is a very wealthy nation with a lot of minerals, um, all that kind of stuff. Russia sits here, Ukraine's here. Well, if you look directly south of Russia, there's going to be some sea, but then Israel's right there directly south. So if you look long term where this could go, um, we know that someday Israel's going to be invaded from the north, right? And you talk about this great bear, which is in in uh, Daniel 7 emerging and coming up in, in Russia's symbol is the bear, you know? So these are the days we're moving into, like, like we don't know when the end is going to come, but this is end time stuff. Yeah. Now we're moving into some serious, serious, uh, crazy stuff here where America and the West, in a sense, we are, we're in need of the remnant church to awake and come back to the Lord in repentance and to send us on mission and to lay down our desires for our own gain. We've been, and, and come back to the ways of God. And, and that's where our nation's at right now. Like he's calling us back to his feet, you know? So that's what I believe right now. Yeah. Amen. It's such a time. It's such a time for the church, the bride to rise up, um, you know, Holy spirit to move. And, um, you know, one thing I, I want to ask, cause you, you referenced the, the bear, right? How is this reflective of, and maybe Corey, um, I know you've got some things to share too, but Mike, how is this reflective to, uh, Ezekiel 38 now Ezekiel 38, you know, I had, I just had that pulled up. Um, Ezekiel 38 is, is the prophecy of basically the defeat of Gog, um, and defense of Israel. So, so this, this could come to, uh, that war of Gog and Magog. Um, and, and Mike, anything on that? Otherwise, Corey, I know you've got some input on that. Yeah, Corey, I'd say take it, man, and I can sure pop in. Go for it. Sure, let me unmute my phone here. Am I unmuted now, dear? Looks like I am. So um, it's interesting because on Wednesday mornings, I meet with a group of guys. And, and last week, one of the guys was like, Hey, do you have the book Ezekiel option? I want to read it. And so Ezekiel option is a, is a fictional book written by Joel Rosenberg, where the scenario of Ezekiel 38 and 39 takes place. And it's, it's quite a riveting story. Um, but it involves, um, alliances on the earth that, that do not exist right now so the alliances that that exist right now are like you know nato and then there's this asia pacific alliance and um there's the um the canada mexico usa alliance so there's there's these different trade partnerships and alliances and treaty groups but Gog and Magog involves uh, an alliance between Russia and Turkey and Iran and, and really nations and Ethiopia, nations that would potentially surround Israel. And so when Mike talks about how um, Ukraine is kind of to the north of Israel, that is, that is definitely part of their northern border. Um, something that stuck out to me about the area of Ukraine that Russia is invading. It's the, it's the region of region of Donsk. I don't really know how to say it, but my family migrated to the United States about 1900. 
right in that area, 1890 to 1900. And they actually came from Donks, Ukraine, the area that's being invaded now. So literally three generations ago, I had family living there in the area that's being taken over by Russia right now. And so I don't know, part of me feels like just about a little bit of patronage to that region. I've always wanted to go there. And now, you know, the United States has evacuated all of their diplomats from that area. Israel has evacuated all their diplomats from that area. And um, Mike, I appreciate your perspective because that is, that's a little bit enlightening for me. Um, I've never seen Russia as a, um, as a nation that promotes the same values that I have. I've seen Russia as a nation that imposes their will on other people. And there's a difference between somebody choosing to have values and somebody imposing their will on someone. And part of the beauty of our Christian faith that I know it is, is that um, we do get to make a choice. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we get to, like it says in Joshua, we get to choose this day whom we'll serve. And I've always seen Russia as a place that imposes their will. And that's something that I would rather live in a nation where the values are decaying than in a nation that forces its will upon me every, every single day. Amen. And so um, that's my prayer is that no matter what happens in this nation, even even in the midst of moral decline is that I would always wake up and have the freedom to choose Christ. And we do, yeah. but I have the liberty to worship him in public. And um, my family fled Donks, Ukraine because they were being persecuted and they came to the United States And then they moved to Wyoming and they were persecuted in Wyoming. One of my grandpa's brothers, they had him, he was a preacher and they had him strung up on a tree. Um, He didn't end up getting hung, but sorry, it was my grandpa's uncles. And so, yeah, it's, um, it's interesting that that area has seen struggle like our, like our nation has never seen. It's been a place turmoil and war over and over again and so they do need our prayers and um, i'd like to say peace on earth but we know that that's not the reality that um peace on this earth will never be never last forever yeah until jesus brings it yeah amen amen and that thank you Corey. that really brings me to uh, mark 13 and I just, I just want to read this for a moment and we'll go into a couple more questions. Talk just a little bit more here. And, and actually I want to share a couple of comments that have, have, you know, come in um, because this is what, what's taking place is, I mean, it's not a small thing, um, but in Mark chapter 13, um, we read, and I'll just uh, start at verse six, many will come in my name. So Jesus is saying, many will come in my name, claiming I am he and will deceive many. 
Verse seven, when you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. Do not be alarmed. These things must happen, but the end is still to come. So scripture goes on to say in verse eight is that nation will rise against nation. There will be war. So right. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places as well as famines. These are the beginning of birth pains. So we we can't necessarily know exactly where we're at, but when we read the scriptures, we can get a pretty good understanding, especially when prophecies are being played out, you know, and I'll just be, you know, open and honest here. I don't know enough about Ezekiel 38. Um, I've read quite a bit about how that could be very reflective of, of what's, you know, taking place or what is to come. Um, and Jenna, I'd love to hear, you know, just any, any input that you've got. Um, otherwise I'll either when you're done or, um, in addition to just read a couple comments, um, that are coming in about what's going on. Yeah. I just, we had mentioned, you know, revelation 18. And so I just was kind of reading through revelation 18 and, and, you know, it's really about, you know, God says that we're going to know the season of which we are in. We're not going to know the exact time, the year, the date, all of those things, but we're going to know the season. And when I was reading in revelation 18, I'm kind of towards the bottom and it's the finality, finality of Babylon's fall. Um, it says in verse 23, um, the light of a lamp shall not shine in you anymore. And the voice of bridegroom and bride shall not be heard in you anymore for your merchants were great men of the earth for by your sorcery, all the nations were deceived. And so this is a little bit different, but I think it plays in because it's, it's giving us yet another sign of the times that we're living in. Um, so when it talks about, you know, the fall of Babylon and there's not going to be a light or a lamp found in you anymore. And the voice of the bridegroom and the bride, and just talks about, you know, that word sorcery there actually you know, in the Greek Hebrew is pharmakia or medication yep. or pharmacy. And so yep. you just take into consideration all of the things that are happening right now. Like we are approaching such a, like, like a time, like, you know, yeah. you just, you wonder how close everything really is. You yeah. Know? And so yeah. anyways, that was really, I don't really have much to comment on, you know, the, the Ukraine and, you know, Mike is a lot more. Yeah. That's really interesting. Cause I was literally thinking that before she said it, I was thinking about, um, you know, how literally we, the nations have become drunk on what Babylon is, is literally bringing to the world. And I was like processing that. I looked down in the scriptures right here. And then Jenna starts speaking of it, but it's like, you know, America was set up to be a light to the world and a light to the nations. And, and when we fail to meet our destiny, then power changes, you know? And it's like, that's, what's happening is there's a shift of, of uh, world powers right now. And you, you would like to think that you know, America is going to stay great um, forever. And, but there's a shifting going on right now because America in a sense is, there's a system that's emerged inside that's called Babylon and uh, the system has right to be now. taken down. And that's uh, where I believe we're at right now. It's the systems of evil Yeah. that there's always, there's always rebirth of the righteousness of God. And that's the hope for the future. And if you think about the future, like as these things fall, well, what rises up in its place and that's righteousness, peace, love, joy. And even in the midst of, you know, trial, you think about Paul, like how he went forth and proclaimed the gospel in the midst of Rome you know, and it was an oppressive place. So what's the hope right now? Um, the hope is to go preach the word of Christ, you know, all across because people are going to be awakened 
And these are the days where the gospel goes forth and it spreads and a revival comes and awakening comes and global awakening comes. So even in the midst of tragedy, what's the hope? It's Christ. Yeah. And living for him, it's bringing his message and it's in him. There's peace, even though there's no peace in the world. And, uh, and it's, it's an exciting time. Like I thrive in these times, honestly, like I, I come alive, like when COVID hit, it's like, I just awaken and I'm I, this morning right away. I'm, I'm like, okay, the Lord, it's like, okay, mission time. And I just, I sense it. And I think we're created as believers for these times. We're not meant to go hide. We're meant to be that light, that lights, that, that light that's fading. The one that's falling away actually is in us. So we're actually meant to go out in this time and proclaim his kingdom. Amen. I love that. I get, I I'm, I'm the same. I, you know, I, I, I feel it too. And you know, as, as you were talking, I was actually reminded of um, John 1, 5, you know, it talks about that the light um, in him. So in Jesus Christ was life in him was life. And that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, right? Mm-hmm. So, so those who are holding on to the word of truth, as I believe it's in Daniel, it says, holding on to the word of truth. There's, there's a shining in this time because it is getting darker. I mean, just everything that's going on. And the thing is, is, is if you're not locked in and beholding Jesus Christ, you're going to get, um, distracted and, um, discouraged by the swirl and the turmoil that's happening. And that's why it's such a time to be, you know, sharing about Jesus Christ, the light, the hope, the, the peace, you know, that, that he is, and that he will eventually bring, um, and so the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. You know, um, actually that was in reference of, of, um, there came a man who, who sent, uh, who was sent from God. And then obviously the scripture talks about John the Baptist, which brings me to the point of we're forerunners. There's forerunners, you know, and Jenna, that was something that we talked about in a previous podcast is that there's a forerunner spirit right now that it's just like, it's time. Like, let's pave the way Jesus is coming. Let's get ready. Do you know him? You know, and for listeners, that's the question. Do you know him? You know, are you getting your oil? Are you the Holy spirit oil? Are you cultivating the the most special place and the best place in relationship with Jesus Christ? Um, Mm. Because he is our hope. He is our peace. And you guys, he is coming back. You know, um, Hadassah had her, uh, Jesus is, is King. Um, or what does it say? King is coming. <laughs> the King is coming. Yes. Hadassah wore her shirt the other day and she was so excited. She was sharing, um, the King is coming. The King is coming. Um, I'm, Annie, if you're watching, I'll call you back. <laughs> um, so I'm getting, getting a phone call here, but, um, I'd reached out to a couple of people just because I'm interested to hear, you know, just some different sides of where we're at. Um, anything else that you guys want to share? Otherwise, I'm just going to share a couple comments. Um, you know, I'd, I'd shared this morning about about what's taking place and just asking as well for input. So, anything else, you guys? Yeah, one thing on Corey, what Corey said too. Um, you know about America. You know, there's there's. I agree with him 100. Like I would much rather live in freedom and be able to accept Christ on your own and. Uh, Many times when we abuse our freedom, the law is put back on us again, and we have to live underneath the law, right? Which eventually brings us back to Christ, and then we cry out for freedom. And it's this cycle, if you look back in Israel's history, wherever they walked too much in freedom, they got put back under oppression, and they cried out for 
their savior for the Lord. And all of a sudden they, they were refined and they begin to look more like, and then God gives them a freedom again. And then in freedom, um, it's interesting. We get lax. And, uh, so anyway, I pray that we, that we don't abuse our freedom in Christ and we, uh, we stay disciplined in his ways and follow his heart. So that's such a good point, Corey. And one of the things that I was going to bring up too, I've been reading in Proverbs lately, and I just thinking what a time um, to get wisdom, you know, like from the Lord. And as I was just, am reading through Proverbs, like, you know, just a question to self-examine of like, where do I get my wisdom from? You know, um, because Proverbs, it talks all about, you know, the, the wisdom from the Lord is like treasure, you know, and um, in verse 33 in Proverbs one, um, it says, but whoever listens to me will dwell safely and will be secure without fear of evil. And so what a time to, if you're looking for safety, to seek God for wisdom and, 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 and to dwell in his safety, um, because yeah. the word promises that we'll be free from fear and confident and courageous, and that we will rest unafraid and sheltered from the storms of life. And so um, everything just points back to Jesus. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you know, uh, a thought that I had a long time ago, um, it comes from Isaiah 26, verse 9. It says, through my fierce judgments, my people learn righteousness. Mm-hmm. And um, if you think about it, in that context, judgment is really mercy. Yeah. Because without that, if we don't learn righteousness in this life, then what about the next life? Mm-hmm. Next life is eternity. So it's like when you rather experience judgment in this life than judgment in eternal life. Yeah. And, and that, I mean, if that's where we're at in a nation, it's better to, to welcome that than to contend against it. And if you look at a lot of, sometimes a lot of our, our modern prayer movement, it's, it's God have mercy when what if the real mercy is actually the judgment and yeah. bringing us righteousness? Because, I mean, we learn righteousness more through judgment than we do through through just letting it go. I mean, I'm a new dad, right? And it's like we're talking about, okay, how do we discipline our daughter? Because we need to learn how to do that because without that, she is probably not going to learn what's right or wrong. Yeah. And if, if this is one of those moments where we as a nation need to go, okay, this is God teaching us righteousness. It's, it's time to learn from it rather than ignore it and not, you know, um, get judged for it through all of eternity. Yeah. That's good. Amen. That's good. By the way, we're into gentle, positive parenting over here. Just side note. <laughs> you know, spare the rod, spoil the child. It's like you think about that proverb too, and it's like um, we got some great friends, random list. They got some great kids, and um, it's interesting. You never want to spank your kids. Like I, I never want to. Honestly, like it's a hard thing for me to do as a loving father. Like I never want to go there. And, yeah. Uh, but every once in a while, you take out the spoon and it's like you whip their butt and it, it sure does put them back in a track really quickly. I yeah. will say though, there is a major difference between 
sons and daughters. Yeah. And so yeah. it's also something to seek out like for each individual. Yeah. Yeah. We've definitely prayed this one out. We also, <laughs> we also signed a piece of paper and adoption that we would not spank. <laughs> I mean, ser- seriously, we, we won't talk about all this. Anyways, okay. I do hear what you're saying. Um, but- I'm, I'm learning the gentle, positive uh, parenting method, but I just want to read. Um, and I hear what you're saying, Mike, but I just want to read a couple things. Um, this actually comes from Kim, uh, Kim Starn. And she says, though we can uh, see various scriptures playing out before our eyes. And this is, you know, what, um, what she comments is that I don't necessarily believe we're as far along as we might think. Um, why? Uh, because the modern church is currently not a bride worthy of her groom. Right. And this is where the, the refining needs to come in. Like we need that disciplining. We need the correction. Um, because the modern church is currently not a bride worthy of her groom. Too many false pastors have, have spread a false new age influenced gospel that has led to weak, ill-informed believers. And she goes on to say, I see, and I would agree with this. I see a great revival coming. Amen. There is a great revival coming, um, an amazing harvest of souls and an outpouring of the Holy spirit over believers, unlike anything we've ever seen. I think the churches are going to see some shocking exposures and a great cleaning up so that the spirit, the Holy spirit can once again, move freely and begin to prepare us to be the bride worth returning for. And on that note, I want to say, and going back to Jenna, you had started reading in revelation. We are called, you know, in, in, um, in the book of revelation, like there's this warning um, to escape Babylon's judgment. Now we're actually called like, like come out of her, her as in Babylon, come out of Babylon. Um, verse nine says, when the Kings of the earth committed adultery with her Babylon and shared her luxury, um, her luxury, see the smoke of her burning, they will weep and mourn over her. But I just, I want to jump down because a part of Babylon as the scriptures say in verse 13 is the, the sale of human beings as slaves. So we're talking about human trafficking, human sex trafficking. We are to come out of what influences sex trafficking and exploitation. The viewing of, and the partnering with pornography is a part of partnering with that same spirit that is a part of Babylon. And that's why this message you know, um, this podcast, it is an action one, six, nine podcast, but the reason we're talking about this is because it all culminates to a great, um, you know, storyline. And, and we know when we read scripture, what's going to happen. And so this is an encouragement, you know, how can we in our lives truly come out of the things that are, um, a part of Babylon. And so, um, anything else you guys that, that you, um, would like to share there might be just a couple more comments I could share from, um, but otherwise anything else, you know, one last thing I was talking to my friend, uh, Aaron today, and, uh, we know some missionaries inside. So in another ministry we're associated with, um, there's, there's, uh, partners of ours that we've actually talked to and they're inside Ukraine, like proclaiming the gospel. And, uh, it's interesting. I'm going to a conference in San Antonio this weekend, Sunday through Tuesday. And these missionaries from Ukraine came into America two days ago for our national conference. Um, and I'm just like, I just was thinking about like God's hand of protection, like Psalm 91, how, you know, 
when you stay in his ways, like I'm not saying when you're a Christian, you're going to avoid all persecution, but if you seek the Lord, many times he'll bring you out of the, out of the area of trouble before the trouble comes. And I think that's a prayer for people right now. You know, that Lord, keep us from, keep us from trouble, keep us out of danger. And we know the world is moving into a dangerous time, but I think praying Psalm 91 over people that even how he brought those people from Ukraine, their Ukrainian descendants, they live there. And he yeah. brought families out to San Antonio two days before. I just, I love that we can hear from the Holy Spirit and we can have peace in these times and we can, um, you know, be the forerunners. Um, I mean, leading up to Jesus coming back. I mean, that's, that's, that's what this is. And so, uh, you know, listeners be encouraged and, um, you know, like the scriptures say, uh, uh, don't be, you know, don't be alarmed. Um, these things must happen, um, but the end is still to come. And so, um, yeah, we just bless you. May peace, you know, rest on you. Um, Holy Spirit, peace. And um, thanks for, thanks for tuning in. This isn't